Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy. I'm Mike. What's going on? Derek, uh, we are back for a, another weekly episode like you literally just said. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Do you know what welcome back means? Yeah. Where did welcome back come from? Yeah. Dude, those conversations really mess with me because the whole concept of coming up with words fascinates me. Or the, like, spoon, fork. Yeah. Like, the term welcome. Like, what does that mean? Who came up with it? We, L, come. <laughs> like, that's just we. I don't know who is like. Yeah, this is. This means you're, you're here. So welcome. Sp- what does welcome even mean? Like, think about it. What does welcome even mean? <laughs> I don't. No one knows what anything means or it's from. But like, we're too far separated for to know anything. Thank you is like I'm giving thanks. But welcome, I'm not giving welcome. Welcome is just an acknowledgement of thank you. Right. What else is it? Is it anything? No, I think it's just that. So who came up with the welcome back? Welcome, like, you're welcome back here. What? Yeah, and but then it's also like when you do show up and they say welcome back, it means opposite of what it means when you say welcome back the other way. You know what I mean? Yeah, like welcome back, and then you're just like welcome back. Right. Welcome back. I don't know. It's weird. the The whole term of "let's go" too is weird. Like "let's," that doesn't make grammatical sense. That's let's the issue go. with the English language. Right? Let us go. It doesn't mean anything. Like when you're playing sports and you're like "let's go," it's like it doesn't mean anything. But it does. But it doesn't though. Correct. <laughs> so before everyone thinks we just I don't know ate an edible or something, um, we are stone sober. We are drinking. A whiskey today, wheel horse straight rye. Uh, this was f- provided from Addie's per usual, mm-hmm. so thank you, Addie's, for that. It is twenty six ninety nine a bottle, and um, fact of the day. You said it was a straight rye? Yeah. And if you're looking for more information on it, go check out our upcoming Wednesday whiskey review, because it's going to be on that in literally two days when you're watching this. So get stoked. Oh, that's good. Um, I love rise. So, fact of the day. Genghis Khan killed 50 million people. Which, I think a lot of people may know that. 
However, to quantify that into a normal perspective, there weren't that many people on Earth, and then he eliminated like 10% of Earth's population when he was alive. Because there was only like 500 million people on on Earth when he was around. This, this, he, could, this could come off bad, but at what point are you impressed? So that's... There's two sides to me, right? There's the one side where it's like... <laughs> this is going to be a slippery since, slope. Yeah, but. it's a very slippery slope. Obviously, we own the rights to our podcast, and if a rapper can talk about, I don't know, begging and tagging some stripper on the east side, <laughs> then I think we're good to go about being impressed about we Genghis just, Khan. Yeah, we just can't talk about COVID or else everything gets shut down. Well, now you brought it up, so... Nailed it. Um, See you guys. I would say it's impressive. That's it, That's insane, but dude, he killed his own brother. He killed his own older brother. Yeah. So like that's messed up. But to have the resources to kill a tenth, a tenth? Yeah. A tenth of the population. Like, that's impressive. It's a lot of people. And especially back then, when transportation wasn't, like, you weren't jumping on a plane, you yeah. know? It wasn't like Raymond Reddington status. <laughs> so, I don't, dude, it's crazy, man. Like, I... To quantify that is just ridiculous. And we all know Hitler was responsible for, what, like 10, 12, 20-ish million? Yeah. Uh, well, Auschwitz, I think, was 10 million itself. Right. So it had to be 20 million that Hitler I, was responsible for. Rough estimate, but like 20 million. But, like, more than double Hitler. And you don't hear about him at all, really. Like, when you talk about... Who, Genghis Khan? Yeah. I thought you meant Hitler. I'm like, we... There's oh, Hitler's man. Hitler's discussed way more. <laughs> That's um, what I'm saying. Hitler's yeah. discussed way more. Why do you think that is? Even Stalin, dude. <clears throat> Stalin killed millions too. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. King Henry during the French Revolution, nobody really talks about that. We make a couple guillotine joke references because we're, <laughs> you know, we have an awful sense of humor, Obviously. but yeah, the whole Genghis Khan thing would he would just like set people's bodies on fire and catapult them onto other people's roofs because they were out of, like, (laughs) dude, seriously, they were all hay strong, so they would just put burning bodies on top to burn the whole house down? Do you think that's maybe why we don't talk about him is because he was such a diverse killer? Like, for Hitler, it was just, like, gas chamber for the most part. So, like, there's always the, this is a weird discussion to have, but, like, you associate Hitler with the way that he killed the people. But... Genghis Khan's like, I'm just oh, I'm just going to kill you. Can I'll we, find a way. Can we just rewind and give people a little more context? Um, all right. First of all, yes, this is strange, but we <laughs> we didn't even ask, like, how'd you sleep last night yet? No. Like, off air. Right. Like, we, I just saw you for the first time today, <laughs> and we're just like, are we recording? Yeah, okay. Well, welcome back. Genghis Khan. Right, yeah. So there's no... Is he impressive? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens, everybody, when you see the same person for, like, seven days a week. Right. Um, I'm impressed. Yeah. At some point, you got to be impressed. Exactly. And like I was saying before, there's two sides of me. The first side is, like, thin the herd. You know, if you're on death row and you definitely did it, you're not wrongfully imprisoned, then you should be put on a cruise ship and we should hit you with a torpedo and just eliminate all the evidence. Like, right. there's that. But then there's the other side of, man, that's twisted. That's really twisted and screwed up. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I got a random question for you. Totally off of Genghis. Wait, did I answer your question about Genghis Khan? What was your question that you just asked? I said if the reason you think that we publicize Hitler more is because he had a notable way of killing people, whereas Genghis Khan didn't, and he just did it to do it. Like all the murderers and like terrible people in the world, we associate them with what they did. Like Jeffrey Dahmer is always cannibalism. Yeah. Uh, the friggin' John Wayne Gacy's always clown. But, like, Genghis Khan didn't have an M.O., per se. He was just off the rails. <laughs> Dude. So I mean, do you think that he gets lost in the mix? Is that the way to, like, become a low-key murderer is just be insane? Maybe. <laughs> That's a good question. But, yeah, like, there's... he. So what was his reason to exist other than killing as many people as possible? He was just trying to grow his empire, yeah. right? Because he, he was Chinese. I believe so. Back in like, when was he around? I don't have. I don't have. I have zero service right now for some reason. So you might have to look it up. But yeah, dive into the back. Like some of the background. We should do an on episode him, on him. him, dude. That would be a wild. Uh, that'd be a dark episode. <laughs> that'd be a really dark episode. But yeah, what was the? So he killed so many people that he changed the carbon footprint of Earth. 
because Which he elim- again is pretty impressive. It's impressive. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but for the times, it was what? What century was it? Fifteenth, sixteenth century? No, dude, he was twelve, like thirteenth century. No kidding. Yeah, he so thirteen hundreds. Uh, twelve hundred. So twelve twenty-seven is when he died. Eight August eighteenth of two twelve twenty-seven. That's even weird to say. How do they know that? How- that he died back then? Yeah, like... Probably... What, what was there, a birth certificate? What was the social? <laughs> like, how does that work? How do we know this? Probably hieroglyphics or something. <laughs> I don't know. So He's Chinese, right? Um, the Mughal Empire, which is Northeast Asia. So, sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What's Northeast Asia? Well, look it up. Look at what Northeast Asia is today. The Mughal Empire, uh, originating in Mongolia. Mongolian. Where, what surrounds Mongolia? I'm asking for the people that don't know, obviously. Yeah, because I clearly know. <laughs> so he launched the Mughal invasions that conquered most of Eurasia, reaching as far as Poland in Europe and Levant in Middle East. Campaigns initiated in his lifetime include those against. I did not Everybody. think this through. Yeah, this is Karakitai, Khwarezmia, and the Western G and Jin dynasties, and raids into medieval Georgia, Kievan Rus, and Volga, Bulgaria. He looks like a serial killer. Yeah, I mean. That also looks like my 14-year-old niece drew something where she was like, (laughs) it's a pope with a beard. Like, it's not. His reign was from spring of 1206 to August of 1227. What was he doing in the 1190s? Yeah, no, really. What was his previous life? (laughs) So medieval and modern sources describe Genghis Khan's conquest as wholesale destruction on an unprecedented scale causing great demographic changes and drastic decline of population as a result of mass exterminations and famine. A conservative estimate amounts to uh, about 4 million civilians who lost their lives as a consequence of Genghis Khan's military campaigns. So just as military campaigns was 4 million people. It's wild. Yeah, he he was across the board just literally nuts. And it was just to gain land? Yeah. By his request, his body was buried in an unknown location somewhere in Mongolia. His descendants extended the Mongol Empire across most of Eurasia by conquering or creating vassal states in all of modern-day China, Korea, the Caucasus, Central Asia, and substantial portions of Eastern Europe and Southwest Asia. So they're everywhere. Many of the invasions repeated the earlier large-scale slaughters of local populations. As a result, Genghis Khan and his empire have a fearsome reputation in local histories. It's wild. There's got to be something on him with the Discovery Channel where they're trying to find where he's buried. Like, hashtag not a sponsor expedition unknown did an episode on it. There's got to be. Because how the hell have people not tried to find his grave? So, question for you. Here we go. Question. Present-day Mongolians regard him as the founding father of Mongolia. He is also credited with the bringing the Silk Road under the cohesive political environment. So, if you think about it, who would you rather have as the founding person of your country, him or Christopher Columbus? Because I'm sick of this Indigenous Peoples Day. <laughs> I'm... <clears throat> okay. What I'm sick of is how we're trying to forget our history instead of just learning from it. So we're trying to erase everything possible, and that is what annoys me because I'm a history buff. Like, Mm -hmm. I love history. So, like, yeah. I would rather have Christopher Columbus. Obviously, he was not. It was more of a rhetorical question. If you would have said Genghis Khan, we would have had that on the podcast right there. Yeah, there would have been some legal forms with the state (laughs) shifting some things. Yeah, I mean, there's Christopher Columbus was not perfect by any means, but I mean, come on, like, yeah. How do you think people lived back in the day? It wasn't all peaches and like rainbows and butterflies. Like, in order to get a new piece of land, there obviously had to have been some killings. Like, that's just how things worked back then. Or mass movements of people, or bringing disease, or... I mean, that's just how things happened there. Right. And 
you know, I don't know if it was done by greed or politics or money or power, goods, service, a mixture of all, like whatever. But to just consistently make people feel good is weak and annoying. Absolutely. And I'm not... I'm not all on board because um, there's a lot of good things that we can learn from. I mean, dude, look at your current job. And this is basically any job, any market, any skill. You base your solution solving abilities based on prior experience. So if you consistently try to forget your prior experience, how good are you going to be when you assess a future problem right. or a current problem? Because you erased all your old salute like it's stupid. That mm-hmm. makes literally no sense. And you always pull from prior experience because you've seen it before. That's how we're wired as human beings, as a species. Yeah. So to consistently try to eliminate history is just dumb. And if you think about it, if he didn't come here and do what he did, people think that everything would have just been, again, butterflies and rainbows. But you know someone else would have come would've. and probably have done similar, if not, like, it wouldn't have been better. Well, dude, I like mean, you think don't of come World and War conquer II. land and do that stuff to somebody. Think if we didn't stand up to Hitler, we would not speak. You know, we wouldn't be speaking English. Right. Um, and he just, dude, the first Panzer Division just walked into Poland, man. Like they're like, this is ours now. That's just, that's what crazy people do and yeah. did. And it's not, you know, there's checks and balances in today's day and age, but criminy to just. I don't know. The whole woke thing I struggle with a lot. There's aspects of it where it's, you know, it kind of makes... Like, John Gruden, for example. Like, that whole situation makes sense. Like, of course, the NFL doesn't want to be associated with all of that craziness. Like, it's... And it's... You... Pat... Again, not a sponsor, but Pat McAfee talked about it on his show where he's like, Dude, the NFL locker room is so diverse and you have so many people of so many different backgrounds... So much, you know, everyone's got a different lens and you can have real conversations. And I've, you know, you know, as much as I do, I hate the whole I served thing on vehicles. So, but that's truly that, that is one thing that I do miss is because there was so many dudes on even my team alone of eight guys that everyone was different. And I'd ask him, I'm like, dude, what's it like to grow up there? Cause mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to grow up on the East side. Right. I have no clue. So having those honest conversations where they already know I'm not coming from like a bad or racist place. Cause I'm not, I'm not a stranger, right. but you, you have that open dialogue. It's the same thing in the NFL. All the NFL players are having those honest no bullshit, no filtered conversations because they're able to. Mm-hmm. And they also know, like, <clears throat> I know Derek's not racist. He's He just wants to learn. Right. And if it is worded incorrectly, then it's, you know, I can just educate him on that. Like, hey, you can ask that this way. Yeah. And there's there's probably two people that I can have that. Me personally, I can have that conversation with now as a civilian outside mm-hmm. of the Army with friends of mine that know I'm not racist. Like, right. I just want to learn. Granted, it's still me. Like, I'm still Mike Kelly, so of course I'm going to make the most awful jokes in the history of the world. But that's also what kind of keeps it light and fun right. so that it's it's a conducive learning environment. Because otherwise, what are you going to do? So but it's with the right people that know that you're joking. Correct. And it's when you are in a billion-dollar corporation like the NFL, obviously they're going to play to – whether it's like society or culture, but to the numbers. It's really. reputational damage for a business. That's what it comes down and to. And it comes down to money and yeah. it comes down to funding and it's all the same things. And of course, they're not going to be, you know, which you don't want that. You don't want bad press, right? And then you don't want that in your league, anyways. Right. So that I get. But like statues and indigenous sure. people, yeah, they yeah. like just, dude. Yes, it was horrible what happened to the Native Americans. Like Andrew Jackson paid off the United States debt fact mm-hmm. awesome thank you for doing that well he did it on the backs of all the indians that he forced like trail of tears of course like well he owned slaves dude everybody owned slaves right. back then like that's black people had slaves back then mm-hmm. so like it's not no one was in the right because right. that's just how you know things changed in the course of 300 years yeah. but it's just wild the way that the nfl's handling this whole thing that was weird because like they're not releasing everything they're selectively releasing to target people. That's what I heard. Well, I think a lot of it, too, is because they... Like, I heard that they were planning on releasing things until Gruden resigned. Like, they weren't... 
They didn't throw everything out on the table. They had, they have like from who's, that whole who's saying that uh, some beat reporters around. So I don't know if it's one hundred percent true, huh. but like from that Washington football team investigation, there's like two hundred forty thousand emails that oh, are I all thought, related. I thought it was more. I thought it was like six hundred fifty thousand. Maybe it is. Yeah, but like they're not releasing all of it. And from what I've gathered, is that like they just wanted Gruden gone. So I don't, I don't know, like if that's the right way to handle that. It's not. I mean, I do know that it's not the right way to handle that. If you're going to do that, release all of them. Do you know anything about the <laughs> Afghanistan Papers? No. So the Afghanistan Papers is a book that just came out, and every every American should read it. Um, it discusses how the federal government knew that we were literally in. We weren't even in a war after a certain point in the Middle East um, and then in Afghanistan. So it talks about how everything was based on progress. So all the generals that took over the positions like McChrystal, uh, Petraeus, so on and so forth, they were in charge of winning the war. They always stepped forward and said, we're going to, you know, we're making progress. This is what we're doing and we're making progress. And that was being spoon fed to the American people through the media. And the media would always talk about the, um, like, yes, the progress that we were making, but then they would talk about different points that sounded good on paper, but in reality was a totally different story. And we went through so many different generals, which you and I grew up in this war. Literally. I mean, it's 20 years. We're, we're 30, right? So we were in fourth grade when nine 11 happened. And it's insane to look back and be like, I do remember that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, rem- I remember that. And there's two points to this. The first, that directly relates to the NFL. They wanted Gruden gone, so that was the way that they conducted it to get him gone. And it was like that, mm-hmm. where there was one email where he was talking about the NFLPA union rep, and he made, like, a lip reference. Yeah. And then it went into – then he started talking about Roger Goodell, and then – the next night was primetime football, and then they announced it at 9.30, saying that he resigned and he's no longer in the league. And he's got, like, six, six or seven years left on his contract. Yeah. Like, something ridiculous. But, like, the, the weird thing with that was that they released that one email about that NFLPA exec. Yeah. And then Gruden came out and apologized, and everyone's like, all right, that's fine. And then the NFL's like, we got some more stuff, though. Here, look at this. Yep. Like, that's where I kind of get, like, that now you're maliciously trying to get rid of him, or else you wouldn't have done it in stages. Like, you were mad. That he backpedaled and got everyone's understanding that yeah, it was eleven years ago and this is bad. Like I'm, I feel bad about it. I'm apologizing, and then you, you as an NFL organization, are actually upset that people didn't react. And now you're going to release more information. That's where I kind of get a little pissed off because mm-hmm. like that's just a bad way to handle it. Right. Just release it all and be like, you're a piece of shit. Leave. Like, right. That's what it comes down to. Right. We don't like you because you're a weird person. When he started coaching Oakland, everyone was like, really. He's weird. Like, he's not, like, he's kind of a weird person. And then everyone was like, all right, I guess he's fine. And then they drop this. It's not. I don't know. So, with the Afghanistan papers, there was all the generals. Uh, McChrystal was one. Petraeus was the other. And I, I know a lot more about the Petraeus side of things. But... <clears throat> Every time a new general steps up to take over, they basically conduct like a survey and they're like, okay, what's, give me a brief. Let's figure out what's going on. How can we move forward? How can we win? And then we'll just execute the plan. So he releases his report and it was basically like, we don't know who the enemy is. And which I could tell you from experience and just from training alone, they're like, you, you don't like there's not a uniformed yeah. military presence that we're directly fighting up against, like in World War One, World War Two, et cetera. It's it's just like they're all wearing bed sheets, right. and I'm like, okay, well, there's you know, there's terms, but that was just like what you know, it's like they're all just wearing loose clothing. Like, okay, got it. Then it went to um, one of the big things he said was we're going to make progress in regards to establishing like democracy, education, voting. A government and that was kind of the push but it wasn't technically a war and then the other allied nations had an issue with that because they're like hold on like what are we actually doing and are we really fighting a war who's the enemy we don't know like why are we there mm-hmm. and no one can answer that question and then it all stemmed back to that 
01 Act of Powers Act, where it was like anybody that facilitated terrorists, we're just going to go eliminate and remove them from the earth so we don't have another attack at home, which was fine leading, you know, from mm-hmm. 913, 915 when it was drafted to up until that point, right? To get through shock and on everything else. And then the general started coming out and speaking against what was going on, saying we don't have enough things allocated. We don't have enough things in place to actually, like, win. So if we don't get A, B, and C, we're not going to we're not gonna complete our tasks. And then they would get removed. Oh. And the powers of B would just take them out. And McChrystal got fired, and then Petraeus got fired, but Petraeus got moved from the general that led the war to the head of the CIA, and then he essentially said the same thing with the CIA, and then there was almost no way to get out. So then they came up with, which I was told two things. One, he actually had an affair against his wife with his secretary, and then that allowed him to leave the CIA. And then the second thing was it was all a cover story because he, like, he didn't, he never had an affair with his wife. And then that was a cover story to actually get him out of the CIA. And then the, the whole Afghanistan papers talks about all of that, but it also talks about how we spent so much money and everyone knew we were losing. And then during the Obama administration, the media was giving Obama things to read. Obama and the staff was giving him things to read. He read them. It made everyone feel good. The media reported it. None of it was true. Mm. And they all knew it was true. So, or they all knew it was a lie. So all of that's in there. And I requested it. Um, I shot it to Colleen. I was like, can you, like, either you or if your family asks, what does Mike want for Christmas? Like, buy me this book because I just want to read it, highlight it, annotate it because it's literally our entire life up until this point of the real no BS nonsense written by a reporter that covered the entire thing. Interesting. He was the reporter, you know? Yeah. Well, he's the author and he do not have service again. Yeah. Um, look up the Afghanistan papers and I believe it starts, I think his, his name starts with, uh, Craig. I think his first name is Craig, but I believe he was a Pentagon. Craig Whitlock. Yep. Um, I believe he worked in the Pentagon as well. And he's, he knows everything because he used the Freedom of Information Act to get things released by the government that they the wouldn't Post, release. Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Washington, well, he, uh, he was with the Washington Post, but then I believe he worked – the Pentagon's tied in somehow, whether it's a staffer that he worked with or he did some work at the Pentagon while he was with the Washington yeah, he Post. Was, he was working for the Washington Post. Uh, where he was responsible for covering the Pentagon and national security. There it is. And then he used the Freedom of Information Act because all these people started testifying against the war in Afghanistan and Iraq saying, like, we're not winning this. Um, we don't, we're not doing this correctly. We don't even know who the enemy is. We don't know where this funding's coming from. Why are all these billion-dollar contracts going to contractors? What is actually, like, it was just a huge mismanagement of funds and the government kept trying to silence everybody because they're like, we know we're losing, but we, you know... It's booming our economy and everything else, but it's all in there. Damn. I have to read it. That's fascinating. And it's the same thing with the border crisis in the southern border that nobody's talking about because the money, the dude that runs Border Patrol, um, he's one of the chiefs. He was on the news talking about the southern border, and he goes, all of the money for the wall is already contracted out. So it's not like retracted. So when the new administration came in and said, stop the border wall construction, we're not building a wall. That's whole, that whole thing's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. There is no border crisis, even though there is. Then what happened was all that allocated money still going to the contractors. Dude, it's like $5 million a day of federal taxpayers' money is going towards contractors to not finish portions of the wall. Well, that's probably why the Supreme court ruled against Biden's whole thing of stopping it. Have to, because it's already allocated. It's already being done. And then all the supplies are sitting there. And now, think, dude, so logically, politics aside, think about this in general, okay? And then, and then we'll get to the questions that I have for you for today's episode. How far are we? Uh, 29. With, uh, top right or top left? Middle left. Yeah, the orange middle left. Yeah. I said middle left. We're starting the episode What's up, guys? How are you? Just let it play. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave it in. There you go.
So anyways, like I was saying, so it's... Well, welcome back to another episode. <laughs> Don't edit anything. Let it go. Okay, so... <laughs> crushing it. Oh, so yeah. the... <clears throat> what was I saying about the border wall? That, that song threw me off. How the funds were allocated, they stopped working on it, and then you yes, were saying... Yes, think, yeah. think about it as a logical person. Right. So the new administration came in. Biden, okay? Biden shows up and says, we're not going to separate children from their parents, mm -hmm. okay? <clears throat> said that on national TV. He said, this is our new policy. We're not going to separate anybody. We're not going to put kids in cages. We're not going to do that. If you're trying to enter a country, whether legally or illegally, most of these people are doing it illegally, what would you do then? Bring a kid with me. Or say you have a kid that's not with you. So, and then use that as a way to seek asylum to then get your kid over there. Because you don't want to separate me from my kid. Mm -hmm. Most people went the first route. Most people just showed up with a kid and said, this is my child. And please let us in. And then that was it. So they saw an influx by the thousands, like mm -hmm. tens of thousands of everybody doing that. Because, hey, I know what your president said. I have access to the TV. I know what their policy is. Right. I'm now going to exploit that. Then all of a sudden, our mainstream media started posting all these stories about that overpass. Did, did you see any of that? Mm -hmm. There was an overpass with all the Haitians underneath. Yeah. So that that directed, because uh, squeaky wheel gets degrees, that directed all of the resources for Border Patrol to that overpass to clean that up. So now we have unfinished portions of Border Wall with Border Patrol leaving their posts to go all the way over to where that overpass was to fix that issue, and then everybody just went it. It's common sense. So now they they literally lost count at 400,000 people that entered the country illegally since Biden came into office. 400,000 people. Of known. Of known. Illegal, yeah. Be and that's, that's what they know, dude. Exactly. So there's all those holes all over the place, and like... Not disease, drug cartels, drugs in general, criminals. It's we're not having you know Grandma Sue and her daughter Mary and you know her her son Joseph show up with the new Jesus and they're perfect people that are super clean that are like, hey, we're just trying to you know this isn't Paris Island. It's it's a mass migration of people that are just finding a hole and walking into the country and then nothing happens to them. Literally nothing because we don't even know they're there. Right. Like, and then all of a sudden now they're allowed to vote. Then they get all this free funding. Then they're allowed to do all this other stuff. Now they're getting driver's licenses. Like, but they're not even in the system yet. Right. But then they're granted all these rights. So that's, that's like the, that's the real world. And then when it's being discussed to the White House, there's no comment. And the Border Patrol is saying that, but then all of a sudden there's split spurs on a horse, and now they're taking away horses because one camera got a 16th of the story, and it looked right. like they were whipping kids, which is 100% false. The I mean, dude didn't even, he had his hand on the guy correct. holding his shirt, so how can he even whip him? Correct. It was the dumbest story in the world. So it's just like the politics in this country is just sickening because we're creating our own issues and mm -hmm. problems. Like, And then, you know, there's health care, and don't even get me started on that. And it's the same thing. Like, it's just, it, it makes me sick to my stomach, which leads me to my next question. You get three choices, and then we're going to dwindle it down to one. Okay. So you have to come up with a final answer. If you choose an island... Or a country that has multiple islands, then all of those islands are okay and are good to go. Like Hawaii. You're not just forced to go to one island of Hawaii. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to go to all of them. Okay? Hawaii's not, not. Like, are you talking countries or are you talking just islands in general? Uh, islands in general okay. is an example. So Greece. Gotcha. Like the different islands of Greece. Right. If you say... But Greece is an entire country. No, you didn't know the question yet. Perfect. Anywhere in the world is open. Okay. Okay? Free reign to choose from. You get three off the bat. Okay? So you're not super stressed. So start with your top three. Top three countries or islands that I would go to. Nope. Wait. I'm just saying oh. because that's going to that's gonna be a question. So I'm okay. just answering it for you before I even ask a question. The real question. So I'm playing chess here. Okay. You're allowed to go on vacation with your... Your immediate household family. You're you're the dad, so your wife and kids. Okay, it's like 
I don't know, in Gina's time, like 24 minutes from now. <laughs> so once a year, you go on this vacation. You're only allowed to vacation in this one spot. But it's every year, and you can afford it. There's no like money issues or anything like that. Where do you go? Anywhere in the world, you go once a year with your family. Where do you go? And I have to take my kids with me? That's what, that's what you're saying? Yeah, if, when you have kids. But if it's just you and your wife, then it's just you and your wife. I mean, immediately I would say Scotland because that's where, I wanna, that's where we're going for a honeymoon. And that's where I want to live for the rest of my life. But if I... It rains a lot. <laughs> yeah, it does. But they got some good whiskey there. Um, <laughs> Dude, they, they ship whiskey, bro. <laughs> I know they do. But it's the culture. Like, the Scottish culture, I cannot wait to go and right. come back and tell you the stories. Because it's going to be wild. We're doing, outside of whiskey, it's going to be all culture and, like, society stuff. I'm so excited to learn about that. But if I had to take one place for the rest of my life that I can take my kids to... Jesus, dude, that's a tough remember. Question. You get a top three, it's and then and then tough. we'll dwindle it down to your 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 one spot that you're gonna go. I don't even know that many islands, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. So that's why I was saying, like the DR. There's there's a couple yeah. islands you can the Bahamas, Hawaii. But like um, the Bahamas are one island. right? Greece. No, there's well, there's Freeport. There's um, Half Moon K. There's uh, one other. Yeah, there's sections of the Bahamas. Hawaii has a couple islands. Greece has multiple islands, but it's all Greece. For me, Greece is one of them because yeah. you can do, like, the cultural society aspects in Athens. You can do something romantic in Santorini. You can get away and live the island life in Falangandros. I mean, there's there's so much to Greece. Plus, dude, food, which you'll right. experience in Scotland. But, like, part of me is thinking about, like, square footage. And if I choose a country, then I get tons of different experiences like if you choose the united states as a whole right like you have all the islands associated that are territories in the united states if you choose russia you have all the islands that are associated with russia so i would probably say russia scotland and i don't i've never been to greece but so i would probably say like i don't know maybe bermuda the portal? Yeah. We we need to talk about Bermuda. Why? What happens there, dude? I don't know. It's just nice. You get to swim with the sharks, bro. What is know. it, though? I don't know. The Bermuda Triangle? What do you think it is? Oh, the triangle itself? Yeah, dude. You think it's a portal? You think it's magnetic? <sighs> you think it's just like a an un... Like, what do you think it is? I want to know how we don't know. Like, how people way smarter than you and I don't know. We have to know. Yeah. We have, the CIA has to know. Well, th- that's kind of the cool, th- we'll talk about that after, because I have a recommendation for you and our listeners about what to watch next. So, that would probably be my three. The so United now I have States. to choose one. No, the Scotland. Scotland, Russia, Russia, and Greece. And Bermuda. Bermuda. Yeah. Okay. I've never been to Greece, so I don't know about it yet. never been to Scotland either, so. or Russia. So, Greece. Let's go Greece. Instead of? Bermuda. Okay. I just chose three countries. Though. Like Bermuda's not really a country. It's just a lot of water, bro. Yeah. And I'd die if I go into the triangle. <laughs> What's crazy is, like, due to marriage, one spot for me is already picked, which is Maine. And I can't. I'm locked in now. Yeah. You know, we're married. I'm not going anywhere. Right. You know? So that's, that. like, once a year, that's it. Like, the family's going to Maine. But if anywhere on the map... And money's no object. Why did you choose island? Different experiences. Question? Because, They're, like, I would choose Italy, but Italy doesn't really have a ton of islands. Italy's going to be underwater in, like, ten years. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. Florence, I don't think that's true. It is. Florence is sinking. Florence is going to be gone within 10, 15 years. They know that. Global warming. Well. <laughs> do you want me or do you want my V8 side? I mean, there's... <laughs> At the end of the day, the earth is changing. Do I think that it's because of humans' involvement? Not really. Like, I don't think burning fossil fuels is causing the earth to do what it's doing. The earth's too big, and we're not... Our carbon footprint's not that big. 
Um, I think the Earth is going through its normal cycle where things happen over time, and you know you just can't do anything about it. And if we're in an uptick, I think there's aspects of global warming that are done on accurate, and then I think a lot of it is politics. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is politics, sure. but I mean. Even, dude, even at work, we're starting to talk about it because we're like, there's sections of Buffalo specifically that never had any foundation issues ever that are now starting to have issues just because the ground is changing. Right. And that's, is that global warming? I don't don't know. But at the end of the day, the ground is changing. Could just be because we've been here for too damn long. That we consistently dig holes and, you know, change up everything with the ground. I mean, it's. Who knows, dude? Like we're we're building homes for no friggin' reason, you know. So I guess it's a weird concept to think about. Thin the herd, yeah, really. So those if are anybody, my three. So what's okay. next? Dwindle yeah. it down to one. Dwindle it down to Scotland, one. Scotland, hundred percent. You're gonna there's live in the so rain. Much, yeah, there's so much to do in Scotland. Is it's there not living in the rain? You said I get to vacation there once a year. Yeah, for the rest of your life. Yeah, Scotland. I'll you Scotland. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll update you when I come back from my honeymoon, but yeah, I choose Scotland. There's so much to do, and there's so many islands. There's like a thousand islands. No, there's a bajillion <laughs> islands there. <laughs> thousands and thousands <laughs> and thousands. And I just love the culture there. So yeah. as of right now, I would choose Scotland. I might change. Might have kids, and they might want to be like Disney. I'm like, I'm gonna put you up for adoption. We're not going to Disney. What if Nickelodeon had Disney parks? Like, there were Nickelodeon I'd parks probably, that were, like, Disney parks. I probably still wouldn't go. Why, dude? Because that part of my life is over. Is it, though? Yeah, it is. I don't watch Nickelodeon still. Do you watch Disney still? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, like, we're two the, different people. Like, the Disney Channel or new Disney movies that come out? I don't know. Both. Like, no, I don't sit down and wait for Disney Originals <laughs> at 7 to come on with that Mike, ridiculous... what are you doing? Why are you late? I'm watching that so Raven Dirt. Relax. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not watching the Disney Channel. <laughs> but, yeah, like a new Disney movie that comes but out, also, animated feature films, yeah. Nickelodeon doesn't have movies either. Well... Like, they're not a production company. Sounds like a Nickelodeon problem. Well, yeah, but, like, I don't... That comparison, if they made Nickelodeon movies, or I don't parks. even know what they would be. Well, parks, I don't... Well, I mean, dude, like Nickelodeon shows would be movies. What do you mean? Like, there's a big difference between that. So Raven and like Brink. No, Disney original movies. That's not what I'm saying. There was no show for Brink. Right. But they could make it. I think didn't they make a hair in a movie? I don't know. If so, that's I don't. I don't like animated stuff. Animated stuff's weird. (sighs) That's why I don't like fiction books. I only read nonfiction. Yeah, that's right. We talked about all that. I mean, dude, I don't know. All right. My mind is too out there to be thinking no, creatively when I watch something. You're too black and white. It's not that That's you're too racist. out there. You're too black That's and racist. white. There's no gray with you. What do you mean? You're literal. You're a very literal person. You're like, two plus two equals four. We're moving on. In my normal life, yeah. But when yeah, I'm like which in is- my creative vein, like editing and doing podcast stuff, no. Not at all. Well, yeah, but I'm saying in regards to, like, Disney and Nickelodeon and those movies, like, you're not into it because you're very literal. Right. And that's why yeah, you don't I'd like agree it. With that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. So, what were, you, what were we talking about after the three vacation things that you wanted to bring up to me? Oh, the CIA stuff. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the recommendation for me and the listeners? Yeah. Who is it? You know Mike Baker? Yeah. Oh, his show. Yeah, his show. Did you watch it yet? No. What is it on? Dude, it's fascinating so far. I've only watched one episode, but it's amazing. On, so On what? Um, the hell's it on? Where did I watch it on? Amazon? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's um, Discovery Plus. That's what it is. How do you pay for all these things? <laughs> you have literally everything. I do. You're like, oh, Showtime, HBO, <laughs> I got Netflix, Hulu, Stars, Discovery Plus, Apple TV Plus, just for the hell of it, Disney Plus. <laughs> Literally all those that you just said I do have. <laughs> Not even kidding. Every single one of them I do have. Um, I thought you were going to play the song again, and I would have <laughs> died laughing. The, so it's on Discovery Plus, and it is – so Mike Baker is an ex-CIA. CIA. He was Guy. with them yeah. for like 17 years, mm-hmm. and he – Obviously, had access to a ton of classified information. Well, a lot of stuff was just declassified. And he now is making a show based off of certain aspects of declassified information. So the first episode was 
uh, what was the first episode now? I'm drawing a blank. Aliens? No, that's the second episode about like, U.S. aliens. The first episode was... Drones? No. Oh, that's season two, I think. Where the drones come up off the ground in a uniform yeah. manner and they're blinking red lights. Um, was it like... It wasn't aliens, you said? And no. it wasn't like Loch Ness Monster? Mm-hmm. Was it terrorism-based? No. But anyway, so he basically is making an episode based off of a certain declassified area. So Oh, Area 51? No. Like just was a it aircraft? Cl- Hold on. <laughs> He's making an episode based off of certain classified like classification of things. So like the second episode is all about aliens in the US. So they declassified a lot of information on it. So he made a whole episode based off of that. Let me look up the first one. Because it was very, very good. And it's just a cool concept if you're interested in that type of stuff. Right? Concept. Let's see. I'm curious to know. Uh, it's called Black Files Declassified. Season 1. Here it comes. Drum roll. What do we got? How's the Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> the Wi-Fi. I am horrendous at drums. Bueller? Hello? I now gotta sign up. What is the first episode on? What do you mean sign up? How to stop... Uh, Secrets of Space Force. That's what it was. So, why we started Space Force in the first place. What do you because mean? We know why. To weaponize outer space. But people think that it was literally President Trump standing in front of the Oval Office and him being like, I want to do space. <laughs> like, that's not what happened. The concept of Space Force has been in thought processes for, like, the past 25 years. Correct. This isn't a new idea. And it's Why, not though? Trump saying, we want to do this. Because you can weaponize space. And we wanted to make sure that nobody was. So we were basically policing space and trying to put our own shit in there. Who is policing? Or who is weaponizing space china correct because they're weaponizing everything correct so we have satellite images now that you can like get from space and zoom down into like peoples like that's how weird it is (laughs) what's nuts is we polluted space too with satellites for the space war and greed and now Mm. we can't stop them with their travel in orbit because they move too fast and there's no way to really catch them because they're moving too fast. It's ridiculous. Mm. We're so dumb. Oh, yeah. Humans are so dumb. It's so annoying. But yes, we're at 47 minutes. Nailed it. What else is going on? A lot of things. But everything's fine. Um, I'm finally getting my life organized, which is nice. Because now it's the middle of October and it took a month. But we're getting there. Um Still need another, like, two and a half, three months, but rock and roll. Yeah, ready for 2022? What do you want to accomplish in 2022? Do you have a goal that you want to have that you have in mind? I only think of Mr. Krabs. Money! Money, 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 money. <laughs> um, 2022. Like, personal goal. We already talked about podcast goals. It's so like, personal goal. Is there something that you want to do or accomplish next year? Yeah, I want to elevate the, uh, I want to elevate the home life, dude. Um, yeah. What does that mean? Renovate the bathroom, finish the trim, um, fix the very small work that I got to do in the garage, and then go through the whole kids' discussion thing mm-hmm. to calm Colleen down because she's starting to bark, I guess. I don't know. How many kids? Two, four, seven? One healthy one to start. Um, yeah. th- all that, which is fascinating because my whole mindset growing up was two kids. I want two kids. I want a boy and a girl. Boy first. Big brother. Everything will be perfect. And then you have, like, legitimate discussions with, like, doctors and your wife. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it boils down to, oh, whatever, dude. Like, yeah, I just want just, something healthy. Just be healthy. And then we'll figure out, like, the rest of it later. And then how can we how can we determine a child's health? Like what, what, what exists now? Like, what do you even have to do to have a kid? Like mm-hmm. no one knows. Like you come back from your honeymoon and then it's like, Oh, it's, it's quote unquote time. Yeah. Like, is it 
Like, how do, are we ready? Are we ever going to be ready? Like, all of those conversations are really cool to have, but terrifying because you're just like, what if it happens? Do then you what? think <clears throat> you're ever ready? Planning is more stressful than like accidentally having one. So, a ni- like fast answer, yeah. But when you at least have the conversations even before trying and you're just like okay what if this happens what if this happens how do you really feel about abortion like insane conversations you never thought you'd have you have one because it's your wife and it's your husband um or it's like whatever the person is to you because it's you know i gotta say that now Mm -hmm. but that like when you have those conversations then it's like this is this is real and this is raw and like i all right like I have to actually answer the question, and it's not just a hypothetical with a boys around a campfire. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you're having a girl on her abortion. Like, that's that's right. a joke around a campfire. But when it comes down to it, like, we having a girl on her abortion, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, you got to, like, when you're actually challenged by your spouse, you're like, holy crap, I never really, I don't know. Like, I always made jokes, but right. all right, let's dive into it. And then you self-reflect and dive into it, and then you realize... Like, yeah, it's stressful, but it kind of prepares you, too, where you're like, all right, at least now we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. So whenever we do start trying, like, at least we, we're we on the same page. We're reading the same language. Yeah, but I feel like it's similar to a podcast in a way. Now, hear me out. Like a business yeah. in general? Like you, if you wait around and think about when you're going to be ready, you're behind the ball if you want kids. Like, Correct. if you just genuinely want kids, like Gene and I have talked about, like, we want kids. If we wait around... And like think, are we ready now? Are we ready now? Are we ready now? We're never going to be ready. You just have to like do it. You're going to be too far behind if you're like, oh, okay, now I'm finally ready, and we're like 90 years old. We're like, can't do it now. Right. Correct. No, I'm. I agree with you. 100. Yeah. percent Because right. you, you, f- dude. There was a a financial planner that said once you need like 250 thousand dollars in a savings account to not feel a financial burden from having a kid. Right. That's insane. Yeah. Who's sitting on 250 Gs? No one. Yeah, I don't even know if Mike Tyson is. <laughs> no. Probably not. All right, so we got to talk about it. Bill's game. What would you think? Oh, I thought it was a great game. Perfect. Against Kansas right, City. See you guys later. We'll yeah. see you. Great game. Everybody, take care. Make sure you subscribe. Um, no, it's... I'm very happy with our defense. I was surprised because I told you I was taking like 30 points. Yeah. To hold them to 20 was fantastic. Mahomes played terrible, though. He played bad in addition to our defense being insanely good. He didn't have a good game. He had no all. option yeah. to have a good game because our defense was that good. Which is great. Even, even when he had time, there was nowhere to put the ball yeah. Which because is, the coverage was insane. Yeah, it's great because last year our biggest thing was we gave him way too much time to be able to pick us apart. We were rushing four. I've heard mixed stats that we only blitzed once. I don't think we blitzed at all. We did the same game plan as last year. In, in the, the AFC Championship season. game. No. In the, yes. We, in the AFC Championship game, we ran the same defense. They talked about it. There was like a mental hurdle that the team wanted to get over, and it was proof by the, the coaching staff of if we get these pieces next year, we can beat the Chiefs. They got those pieces and implemented the same game plan. We blitzed and it more worked. the last year in the AFC Championship. Because we had no pass that, That's rush. what I'm saying. So the, it wasn't necessarily yeah. the same game plan because we blitzed it, and it we was did the same, It was the same. Um, we ran a zone. Right. We ran the same defense. And the, the mindset going into the game was do what we were going to do last year, mm-hmm. but we couldn't do, so right. we had a shift. And with that shift, we blitzed with the dime and everything else. Let's just run that same game plan with those neat pieces and see if we made the improvements on the defensive side yeah. of the ball. And it worked. It proved it. Yeah. And we held them to 20 points. That's insane. Yeah, you're you're more effective playing zone when you have a four man rush that gets to the quarterback. Exactly. Yes, that works. And you can't do man against them because Tyreek will burn you every time. Correct. And so will Kelsey. Yeah. So you have to play zone against them, but in order to play effectively, you have to be able to put a ton of pressure on him mm-hmm. without blitzing. Yeah. And Greg Rousseau played out of his mind. And uh, he was uh, AFC. defensive player of the uh, week. Yeah, AFC. It's great. Lamar, I was super Lamar happy. Lamar got AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Yeah, whatever. So trash. He has. So Allen has just over a thousand passing yards on the season. Lamar's at fifteen hundred right now. Yeah. Um, which, fine. But the Ravens are not playing as well as the Bills. Allen well, had three hundred and fifty plus passing yards on what twelve attempts against yeah. Kansas City. It was disgusting. But the thing is, is that Allen hasn't played every snap. 
Lamar has had Correct. to throw to come back. We blew out two teams. You mm-hmm. don't need to throw on two teams. Dude, he missed nine minutes of gameplay <laughs> against uh, who, um, Houston. Yeah, Houston. We had, we had nine minutes left, and yeah, we pulled we him. Because we put Trubisky in. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, that's why you can't even look at those stats because it's, yeah, to your point, yeah. he's just not even in the full game. I'm nervous, though, for this week. Against Henry? Yeah. I'm be- not. So I talked to I talked to um, South Carolina, and they're like, don't worry. Our offensive line is trash. You're going to literally murder us. It's not even going to be a game. And Henry's – his stats are high, but he's literally only getting four and a half, four, 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 three yards a carry. Like, he's not playing that well. A lot yeah. of the time he gets hit at the line of scrimmage and falls over. Yeah, he's not a bulldozer anymore. Like he, or He's not a bulldozer this year like he was last year. He would just run people over. Yeah, and we don't have if, Josh Norman to be his ragdoll this year. Correct. I mean, he's he's still playing out of his mind, but he's the only threat. Julio Jones is silent this year. Well, because um, he's been injured. Brown is just coming back because yeah. he's been hurt. Well, that's what scares me that now, though, is that like previously the I'm past fine. two weeks they didn't have a pass, so like all the teams knew that Henry was coming. But even still, man, like our secondary's prime. Yeah. Our corners are playing fantastic. I'm not worried about Julio and Brown. I'm just I'm not I'm not concerned about the Titans like I was two years ago. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. And then we got a cakewalk after the bye. We do, but we get so anxious because for the first 18 years of our life, we've just gotten destroyed by the Bills. Yeah. So our whole mentality is fried. You know, it could, oh it could go either way. It could go either. Way. They've been proving us wrong. Yeah. I mean, we're 35 plus points a game. Our next tough game is Tampa Bay. Yeah. Which is like what week fourteen or something? Like yeah, week thirteen. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, cannot wait. I'm fired up, dude. I'm super excited for the rest of the season. I'm I'm just taking it one week at a time, and going through it, and everything's okay. And you know, thank God for Josh, and um, he's a messiah. I love Knox, dude. Did you watch his mic'd up video? Yeah, he's. I love him. Yeah, he's he's my a bro. Favorite. He's a bro. I like how Kelsey complimented him too. It's really cool because he played out of his mind. Yeah. All right, everybody. What are we at? Perfect time to wrap up. We're done. Yeah, that's it. Double botch. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining. Uh, if you didn't notice, uh, shame on you, but we did switch spots today. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Threw up our whole conversation. Uh, but thought that we would uh, do it up just to see who noticed. I'm uh, sure we're going to get comments. I'm excited to see the comments. Yeah. It's going to throw some people off. It's going to be awesome. But yeah. Thank you, everybody, to our patrons. If you wanted this episode a week early, we are going to. <laughs> well, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> if you want, we're going to do a topic like either. During Bill season, we'll do obviously Bill's discussion because it's something that we're super passionate about. Outside of Bill season, we're not going to talk about the Sabres because we don't want to be depressed and drink more. But we're going to try <laughs> right. to get some current events and everything going on. So if you want this episode the week after it, we record like normal, um, then you can join our Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Buffalo Happy Hour and be a part of our Patreon. We have five different tiers for you to choose from. Anything $5 and above gets you these episodes a week early. So if you want to do that, 5 bucks a month, that's really not that much, and it helps our podcast immensely. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. It really helps us grow as well. Uh, like the video, comment down below. It helps with all the YouTube algorithms. Follow our Instagram and our Facebook. Our Instagram is at the Buffalo Happy Hour 12, and our Facebook is at the Buffalo Happy Hour. Be a part of our community. Be a part of our Buffalo Happy Hour crew, and we will see you next week for episode 109 of the Buffalo Happy Hour podcast. Michael, please remember to drink responsibly. Be a good person. And... Do not litter. We're out.
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.